everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gourmet. I am glad to be with you once again, bringing you the story of another guy who has gone through the struggles of being a fat guy. And I won't give away too much of his journey, but there's there's a lot there for us to talk about and some pretty exciting stuff. So tonight, I'm excited to introduce you to Hadi Dumit. Um, and Hadi, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, brother. Thanks for having me. Definitely. I'm excited. Well, actually, it's afternoon for you, right? So we're doing a, an East Coast, West Coast chat today. So this should be fun. Uh, you, and you just finished your workout. So I'm assuming you got your blood pump and I'm ready to, I'm ready to dive in and get this going for you. So I'm going to ask the first, I'm going to get that first question out there. Everyone knows what it is, but here it is. Tell us what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum. Well, I've been uh, pretty heavy my entire life. I was pushing uh, around 405, like my my topest weight. Um, you know, I, I was big my whole life, so I never really thought anything was wrong with me, you know, internally. You know what I mean? Um, so it w when you're naturally big, you're just big, right? You don't think anything is wrong with you. So um, I started developing where I was, you know, at nighttime, I was waking up a lot, you know, four or five times an hour going to the restroom. Um, I'd wake up and my uh, sheets would just be covered in sweat. You know, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, at the time, my wife uh, took it upon herself to find me a doctor, go in there and uh, fill out all the new patient w paperwork. And she uh, uh, told me that I have a doctor's appointment that following Monday. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So she uh, she just took it upon herself to just figure out, hey, what's going on with you? Because none of us knew what was going on with me. You know, I've been big my whole life, so I didn't think anything was going on with me. So that was actually... Uh, a wake-up call for me when I was at the doctor's office. Um, I found out I was uh, becoming diabetic. Uh, you know, they checked my blood sugar, and it was around 5.30, and everybody was shocked um, that I should have been in a coma. But, you know, I've never been diabetic. I don't know what any of the numbers meant. You know, to them, it meant something um, that I was basically – gonna probably die eventually you know at a at a faster pace so um long story short man um when he was telling me you know everything was wrong with me i kind of blanked out and all i thought about my daughter at the time you know that i'm not going to see her going to the first grade mm. and and uh that really was a wake-up call for me man so when the doctor was uh prescribing me all these prescriptions I uh I took everything, man, and I sat in my car for I don't probably a good hour, man, just in the parking lot, like just thinking, man, what you know, how am I gonna tell my family that I'm basically dying right now? Uh, so I I, I I I I drove to the nearest uh supplement shop and you know, I, I went in there and I told the guy, I mean, this dude was Jack, right? I mean, all these guys look like they're huge. So I, I told him, I said, I know you don't got a magic pill, man. And I'm not looking to take any supplements. 
said, obviously you're doing something right. All I want to do is just get healthier. I can't eat salads for the rest of my life. So, you know, all those bodybuilders, man, they're on the bodybuilding diet, right? To where they weigh their food. They weigh their food. They eat every two and a half hours, three hours, you know, six meals a day. You know, for a guy like myself, there's no way. You know, that's the most complicated thing. I'm no bodybuilder. You know, all I wanted to do was just get healthy. Oh, yeah. Body, bodybuilding is science. Like, there's a there's Dude. a science to what they're doing, for sure. But don't get me wrong. If you're on the uh, – you're going to get results on there regardless, right? You're going to – so I was losing some weight on there. But, dude, it's just impossible to keep up with all those meals throughout the day. I mean, like if my family wanted to go out and eat, that was like the hardest for me because I'm like, well, I don't know if this weighs, you know, six ounces. Can I eat it? You you know, and all my meals have to resemble um, basically what my meal plan was, right? So it was the hardest thing to follow for a guy like myself especially trying to take my family out to dinner, I, it, that just wasn't going to happen anymore because I don't know if it was going to weigh the same amount as my next meal. Um, so um, I was one day sitting on the couch, man, I was watching Netflix. And, and I'm, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I've always gr- grew up watching wrestling. And uh, I happened to watch Netflix and uh, I come across a documentary, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, heard. man. So I saw, you know, Hulk, Hulk Hogan on the cover. So I started watching it. And uh, what connected me to that, not just the wrestling part, when uh, Chris was talking about Mark Bell, how he grew up with a learning disability, right? I was in. I was instantly glued, man. Um, you know, throughout my whole life in school, I struggled a lot, like a lot, man. Everything was harder for me to do. What what most kids would um, finish homework, you know, in about an hour, it would take me probably four to five hours. That's how much I struggled in school. So I, I, you know, I was labeled that I had a learning disability. So I battled that throughout my whole life on top of, you know, being heavy my whole life. But uh, going back to that documentary, that's what locked me into it. I'm like, man, look at this guy. They said he had a learning disability and look at the weight he's, you know, throwing up. Um, So I instantly started looking them up. You know, I Googled them. I found their Instagram. And then I saw this thing Chris uh, and Mark Bell do, War on Carbs. And I'm like, well, what is war on, you know, what is war on carbs? These guys were getting results just eating protein and just ditching the, gar- the carbs. I said, man, that's more of a sustainable diet for me, you know. So I started switching everything to proteins, you know, almost. That's when I started discovering the keto, right, before I went full carnivore. Um, so I started doing that and that became more sustainable for me. Like I could actually take my family out and I can order a steak or something. Right. And not worry about if it weighed a certain amount or anything like that. So, um, I started following these guys, man. And I started actually getting results quickly, um, going to this new diet plan. And, um, believe it or not, man, in one year, one year, 
I lost 191 pounds in just one year, focusing on my nutrition. Um, altogether, though, I've lost I've lost over uh, 230 pounds, but in just one year, man, focusing on my nutrition, you know, I lost all that. That that's wild, man, and it shows the real power of food. Like, let's let let's for, let's let's go back a little bit and and talk about what it was like to get to that point. Cause I, I, I do definitely want to talk, you know, kind of dive into not just, you know, the war on carbs and, and your journey, but also, you know, Mark and Chris and, you know, what's, what's developed there. But you, you said you were big your whole life. Was your weight ever something like, did you ever diet as a kid or was it just more, you had accepted that you were a big guy and that was what your life became? I just didn't know anything different. You know what I mean? I, I just, I basically was just fat my whole life. I, you know, I wanted to diet, but I didn't know how to do it. Right. When, when somebody like for us, man, when somebody says, uh, I want to put you on the diet and you're brand new to this, you instantly think salads, right? Oh yeah. And, and you can't, you can't do that. And I, I can't sustain that. You know, it's not salads aren't the healthiest to be honest with you, you know? just because it's vegetables that doesn't mean that's the healthiest thing to eat um all the dressing and all that other stuff we're throwing on top that's more calories you know yeah i mean go in a restaurant these days and look at the the salad menu and it's long and there's i mean one of one of my stepmother's favorite salads is actually um it's a, a chicken quesadilla salad that's you know loaded it's got basically two quesadillas inside the salad like it's Salads aren't just lettuce and tomato with a with the no. vinaigrette on them anymore. Like salads are salads are an entree experience, you know, fried noodles and like all different yeah. kinds of things on them. Oh yeah. Uh but I, I've tried to diet um, you know, before this health scare, but I also always yo yo dieted, if that makes sense. You know, I've lost some and then gained it, lost it, gained it. This is the only time I've actually sustained any any of this weight loss and actually lost such a large amount you know what actually helped me sustain it is following uh chris bell and mark bell doing that war on carbs it just it made it easy for me you know i can have all the steak i want all the burger i want all i got to do is just ditch the carbs um a lot of, you know a lot of people man they they told me i'm crazy for ditching the carbs right that i won't have energy but for me you know, I'm, I throw in a little fat and, and I'm good, man. I mean, I, I still have energy. I mean, I, I go to the gym and always have energy. So I, I never feel like I don't have energy. And that's, I, I think, the power of like that fat adaptation that comes. Yeah. When you switch, you know, when you switch from car burning and there's so much. I mean, obviously, neither you nor I are, are scientists and are going to sit down here and break down those biochemical processes for everyone. But there's there's a an energy that you can draw from and and obviously like the other thing is you know you're a big dude you know you've got energy on your body and like when you're when you're still fueling your body with carbs all the time it can sometimes get harder to access that other energy like you you're not going to get into that like i i do want to get it like i here's here's the thing it's really funny because like i asked you to send me your bio uh, before we we did the the episode the the recording because I've been following you for a while on Instagram and we've been connected and talking yes. and but I you know I wanted to see like I'm always interested to see what 
you know, people highlight as like the the moments of their journey that stand out to them. And there was there was a a couple of things there that just really for me, like one, I relate so deeply to what just when you said you wrote to me that you were getting up four to five times an hour to go to the bathroom. And and I've told other people that I dealt with that. And yeah. they're like, they're like, how do how do you live life like that? And I'm like, it it becomes your life. Like you're used to not sleeping for more than like 20 minutes at a time. Like, and 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 you know what that and you know, you know, I'm you can resonate like what it feels like to be almost in that waking coma all the time because you're never getting any real deep lasting sleep, restorative sleep. You're not helping yourself at all that way. But it's because the blood sugar is so out of control that your body is just getting rid of all every bit of water that comes in goes right back out. Like it's it's right. kind of wild. It's kind of wild. And it I mean, the, the the cornerstone moment there, too, like I think is really powerful for people to hear about is, you know, you didn't you didn't really have a moment where you said, I need to get help. You know, right. your wife, your wife set you up, you know, Correct. in a great in a great way. But what was your reaction when she first I, I'm just really curious, like when she told you you have this appointment, like what was what was your reaction? Like, did you ha is your relationship such that she can say, you know, you're going to this or was it more I need you to do this? Like, what? Wh how did you react to that? So it, when she told me. At that point, I was like, damn. All right. I mean, I'm not I I'm not going to argue with her. I just I didn't know what was wrong with me. Right. So I, I, I was kind of worried myself, you know, for her to actually do this behind my back and uh, get everything set up. I, I knew there was something wrong. Like she was worried, you know? So I, I, man, I, I appreciate her forever for doing that. Oh, and there, there's power in that because I, I think like we, we talk all the time. Like, I don't know if you, you've dealt with this before, but I, as, as someone who's lost a lot of weight, but I get people reaching out to me and saying, I, you know, I look at your before pictures and I see my son or I see my husband. Right. And how, how do I tell them to make a change? Like, how do I help them? Like, I can only imagine like what your wife went through trying to figure out how to get to that point, you know, and, and that that desperation point of saying he's not going to save his life. He doesn't know what to do. I'm going to get the ball rolling. Right. And, and she did. And and that's really, I think that's that's so amazing. And I can only imagine, like you said, like the deep gratitude, like you'll feel forever about that. Like exactly it when you're and I because I know what it's like to be in that place where you, even if you feel like you want to make a change, you don't know what to do, and you see things getting you see things getting worse and worse, and you know you're especially when you're someone who is that big and so entrenched in those foods like how do you you can't see your way out of that that quicksand and it's just getting deeper and deeper it, it's it's just almost like like you like you said you know um so how people reach out to you and they say um you know i i want to get my hus husband uh you know on a diet or something right i i was that i was that guy i just i wanted to diet i wanted to figure out what i could do I was just dragging my feet and dragging my feet for very long to where it was putting me in a hole, essentially, you know? So some, sometimes, man, 
you, you know, I, I know a lot of people say like, you got to want to do it for yourself, but I think sometimes it takes another person to drag you out of that hole and say, Hey, let's get you on track, you know? And I, that's what happened to me, honestly, because I, I didn't get myself on track right away. Somebody else dragged me and put me on that track. Oh, and I mean, it's, it's that part of us that wants it, but doesn't, doesn't, and I think even sometimes, like, I, I know for me, like, I knew what to do to lose weight. Like, I, I had done it. You know, I had done it. Um, I, most of the people listening to this are familiar with my story. I don't need to rehash it all, but I lost all the weight and I regained all the weight several times. And I knew what to do, but I wasn't willing to do it until I hit that point where the need of someone else, I realized, was bigger than what I wanted or, or what I wasn't willing to do. And that sometimes that push can be the thing that changes our lives. And clearly it changed yours. And I think the thing that I think the thing that, that is really interesting as well is not just you because you, you didn't know what to do. You didn't know what was wrong. You went to the doctor. The doctor told you what was wrong and gave you all these prescriptions. And you, you ended up not really using those prescriptions. No. Like you found you, you decided that, you know, it, it's like the fire that was lit inside of you was lit enough that you were able to translate that to be I got to find I got to find something. Out. And I like. You know, you you were saying you you went to the supplement shop and said, "I just I need some help to figure out what direction to go." And like, you did start to you did start to advocate for yourself. And you when you discovered you realized what you were doing wasn't going to be sustainable. You know, you found something that did resonate for you, and I think that's that's a powerful decision that you made. Like diving diving into the the, the Bell Brothers story and like finding them and and connecting with the war on carbs and um, being able to to start finding this life that you found livable for you because i'm sure there are people out there like i've talked to guys like one one of the guys i've, I've talked to a couple of times alex poro uh he he's that guy doing you know chicken broccoli with a potato or a little bit of rice six times a day like and he's like and he eats like three thousand calories of that a day like i i think about that and i'm like oh my god there is literally no like by by the third meal I would be like I'm going to, I'm going to McDonald's like I'm done I'm out like and it doesn't mean that you know one way is better than the other but like it really is about finding you know being willing to advocate for yourself and finding what's going to work and you you clearly did man 191 pounds in a year that's pretty epic that's really really pretty thank epic you. And, thank you man I appreciate it and I think if anyone you know looks at your account and see and we'll talk about your Instagram. Like they see, you know, you've got some pictures on there of your, your befores, like you're not making this up. Like this is something that really kind of, this is a change that, that came and happened for you. Like it, it, it's pretty epic. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, I was not making it up. It's all on my Instagram. Um, you, you know, one thing I wanted, I wanted to highlight on here, man, is, uh, so, you know, after going to the doctors, you know, at first I was going pretty frequent every two weeks, right? Because everything was, was all over the place with my health. So every time I'd go in, he'd prescribe me more medication, right? He, he thinks I'm filling these prescriptions essentially, right? And I, and I, ha I haven't told him anything. So after, you know, a year's worth uh, checkup, you know, at first we, I was going in 
for the first four months consistently. And then he saw, you know, I'm getting kind of okay. Um, he's, I came back a year later um, for my checkup and he was blown away by my results. He's like, wow, man, there, it looks like there's nothing wrong with you, you know? So he thought maybe something was wrong with the blood test. So he had me do it again. And I went back two weeks later, you know, to, to make sure nothing was wrong with the blood test because it, everything came out, everything came out, I was healthy and he was blown away again. And, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, you prescribed me all these prescriptions and I actually handed him the envelope of prescriptions that, you know, he, uh, I, because I kept them all. And I told him, not once did you ask me about my nutrition. You automatically assumed I needed to be put on all this medication and live on all this medication for the rest of my life. And, you know, he was kind of just blown away that I did not fill any of these prescriptions. So, you know, and then I get it. And, you know, when you go to the doctors, I mean, and, and your health is all over the place, it, instantly they're going to prescribe you something to, to try to get you on track, right? But not once did they ask you, hey, man, you're obviously eating all this crap. Let's fix your diet. You know, that, that should be part of that. And, and that's like, I, I've actually had discussions with some doctors about that, like why that happens. And it's because people don't change what they eat. You know, as, as much as, you know, you've got you, yourself, you've got me, we've got a lot of other examples of people that are doing it. Um, there's just as many, if not more people out there that say they're going to change and say they're going to make a, a nutritional change and don't. And I, I think, sadly, we're in, a, we're in a culture now where doctors are more as concerned as they are about healing, they're as concerned about protecting themselves and keeping you, you know, because if you die, you know, th that's going to look bad on them. So it's like, let's get you, let's get you medicines to keep you alive and hope that maybe along the way, like that, they have hope that you're going to make a change. They have hope that you're going to do the things you need to do. But I don't think, I think they become jaded, you know, sadly. And that's something that, you know, is a sad statement on our medical establishment. And I, I do want to put it out there that neither you nor I are advocating that anyone not follow a doctor's advice. You know, right. your, your choices were, you know, clearly something you did for yourself and it's turned exactly. out fantastic. Like if someone, like, I don't want someone going in and them being like, you need this medicine or you're going to die. And them saying, well, I'm, I'm not going to take that. Um, right. But there are, there is a, we, we do live in a, a pill culture now somewhere where it's more about prescribing and less about educating and, just even the sheer amount of education doctors get about nutrition is is sad in a lot of ways. Like they they don't spend a lot of time working on that themselves. So that a lot of them don't even know what to to say to someone when they they might. I mean, they know they know the basics, but you know, are are there a lot of doctors out there prescribing the keto diet or a low carb diet or the the carnivore diet? Probably not. Um, Probably not. Oh, for sure, man, for sure, but. You know, clearly it's it's something that is is healing, you know, healing some people and working for people like and do I think it works 100 percent across the board for everyone? I don't I don't think anything works 100 percent for everyone. But I think when you look at someone who is in that 400 pound, 500 pound range, dealing with food issues, dealing with blood sugar issues, getting the getting the carbs reduced, if not gone for a while, is probably a help excuse me, a healthy thing hormonally to think about, like it just can have some fantastic effects. And so you found, you know, 
Chris and Mark and the war on carbs and, and really kind of drew your, got some energy from there, but your connection to them didn't end, you know, with your weight loss, it continued. So, so take us, take us into that because I want to talk about how this has developed. So, um, you know, uh, I noticed they were also posting about mind bullet, right. And how, uh, you know, Chris takes it, you know, it helps with pain management. So the reason I was looking into that. So last year, man, um, we, uh, we found out my father was diagnosed with, uh, prostate cancer. Mm. So, um, yeah. Sorry, brother. Uh, oh no, it's, it's it, yeah, it's it's okay. Uh, it's, and I know that I know these things can be really hard to talk about. So yeah. if it's something you don't want to, you don't want to no, get into that. Like, no, we're gonna do it. We're gonna no, do it. I I uh, want you. To, I I want you to because I, I think there's some real yeah. there's there's a powerful piece there to your story. But I also know you know one of the things we discussed before we started recording was you know this is your first time right. you know talking on a show like this, and it's it's okay to have inside your head what you think you want to say. And then right. when it's time to actually talk about it, it's a completely different experience. I understand. Right. Let's, let's do it. So, uh, definitely. Yeah. So, so last year, you know, we found out my, my father was diagnosed with prostate cancer and, uh, you know, my, my dad, my dad, uh, my dad went through a lot of treatments, you know, doing chemo and radiation. And, and that took all the energy out of him, out of him completely. He, he's in pain all the time, essentially, right? He doesn't move. He's just laying there. Um, so I started, I watched actually the documentary Chris Bell had did for uh, Alif of Faith about Kratom, the mind bullet that they sell. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I said, man, I got nothing to lose. I've been following these guys for such a long time. I actually reached out to Chris Bell um, through his email. I, I emailed him. I told him the situation with my father and I said, look, man, I just want to know a little bit more about the mind bullet to see if it helps them with pain management, you know, um, and maybe give them a little energy. He actually responded back to me, man. I was so excited. He re responded back. I, I saw his email. I literally ran to the next room and to show my wife, I said, look who just wrote back to me. Right. I mean, I've been following these guys for so long. I was that oh, excited. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he writes me back and he said, Hey, uh, come down to the gym. And, uh, because you know, th this gym's not open to the public. Um, so I, I was blown away, man. I, he said, come down to the gym and, uh, I'll get you, I'll get you a couple samples. And, you know, so I, of course, man, I, I go to the gym and I had to take the opportunity to tell him how he changed my life by following him. Right. And, and I'm sure he hears it all the time, you know, people lost weight. And I said, Chris, I want to show you a picture. So I show him a picture. He was blown away by my transformation, right? Um, so he invited me to come back to the gym and actually, you know, work out, you know, do a few workouts um, over there. Um, so in, in the meantime, I brought back the mind bullet to, back to my father at the time, you know. And uh, he actually took a couple capsules and it did kind of help him with his pain. But most of all, what, what it did for him was it gave him energy to actually 
want to try to get up you know he's been laying down he doesn't go anywhere you know he has he has a a, a walker and he actually that day he took it he actually attempted to get up and get out of the house and i was like man look at this you know just trying something different um but it i i'll be honest you know i that's the experience we had with mind bullet it actually worked for my dad he was taking it um and it was helping him uh, gain some energy out of it um but you know just last month man um um i was i was standing right next to him man and uh my dad um his battle ended you know with mm. cancer so yeah but sorry brother no it's okay man and i'm sorry that that you went through that and i i yeah. think though there's one of one of the things that happens i think when we go through experiences like that in our lives you know there there's other pieces there's other other sparks that that come from those things that this is this is hard to talk about and and you know i don't i don't want to make you sit in that experience like we don't we don't right. we don't have to sit there but i i think there's the the lining to it you know that isn't like oh well this good thing happened too but more you know right. this was a continued part of that the lessons you were learning about advocating and about you know being able to say you know if if i'm not going to get an answer right away from you know the, the medical establishment or from the doctor or from someone along those lines i'm going to keep looking for answers and you went from being a person that you know didn't didn't even didn't advocate for himself to begin with to now you you're not you don't just advocate for yourself you are advocating for someone else and someone else you cared about and there's something really powerful there man like i i know you know i there's nothing that anyone could say you know nothing i can say to you during this conversation that that'll make any of that experience better i know right. that yeah. but i i think there's there's something for you in all of it that that speaks to your character as a person and, and you know knowing that you were there for your dad in that way like i think is is something really really admirable and, and really powerful man i appreciate that thank you i appreciate that um but you, you know um so if you follow me on instagram you see um i have connected with uh chris man Oh yeah. Him and I him him and I have came became very good friends. We uh we actually trained together quite a bit. Chris, man, I appreciate him so much, man. You, you know, one thing I appreciate about him is he found out my father passed and um he didn't text me. He instantly called me. And that meant everything man you know what i mean like you know i just i just barely met this guy and and he called me to make sure i was okay um so yeah me me and chris uh have became pretty good friends man we train together uh he is helping me on so much um you know correcting my form and how to get better in the gym and i appreciate him for that man um so yeah a lot of people see him and I usually go and get carnivore stacks of burgers and eat them right after our training session for at super training. And and you trained with him tonight. Yeah, I, we just destroyed a workout, man. 
That's we just awesome. destroyed a workout. So I'll be posting a video a little bit later. Uh, he actually helped me out with a box box squat. Um, I, man, he's just he's just he's great, man. We're we're just I'm getting I'm getting stronger. That's for sure. Um, the other the other the other day, to be honest with you, man, I went into the gym. And he just wanted to see what I could do on the trap bar. All we were attempting to do was 315. Um, he fired me up, man, and uh, I pulled 405. Oh wow! Yeah, I, that's that's just uh, that just tells you, man. Um, just going to the strongest gym in the West, right? You're gonna you're gonna get stronger. Um, just you, you be a sponge, absorb it all, and you're gonna get there. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I, I've been following them both for a long time. So when I first even found out that you were, you know, training with him and going there, I was like, that is so freaking awesome. Like, I think that's yeah. really cool. And, and think about it, man. Like, really, at the end of the day, you wouldn't have made that connection and had that friendship that's developed now if, if you hadn't start stopped eating carbs. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a joke that like, Aaron, I don't know if you, if you know, AD Keto, Aaron, he started making that joke at KetoCon this year. He's like, I would, I wouldn't have had all these experiences, but I hadn't stopped eating bread. Yeah. You know, like this, this, none of, none of this would have happened if I hadn't stopped eating bread. And it became like this, like joke that we were all making, like every time something would happen, it was like, and that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't stopped eating bread. And <laughs> But really, like that's that's something I that's really kind of it it's it's a powerful pivot point in your journey. Like you know, you changed what you were eating, and it it did all this these amazing things for your body, like some really great things for your body. But then it had these other benefits, like these other connections that it built for you, and like resonated. And and clearly, you know, it's it's not just that you reached out to Chris, but Chris saw something in you reaching out to him, and and was able to say, you know. There's something here in this guy that, you know, I want to see develop and I want to foster. I want to be a part of. And I, that's that's a compliment, not just, you know, it's great to say, isn't it great that, you know, Chris got back to you. But like, that's a compliment to you, man. Like that speaks to like the power oh, of your journey you. to have someone, you know, who's getting how many messages a day and how many DMs right. and all of that, you know, but sees you standing amongst that crowd and says there's something special about that person. And you know, help, help build, you know, some, some energy there. I, I think that's really fantastic. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been, it like, honestly, it'd be, I followed them for so long, man. It still feels like a dream when I'm standing in there next to like, you know, uh, some, some mornings I'm training with Mark and Chris together. The, the, the other day I posted a video of me squatting and that was a day I'm squatting with Mark Bell and uh, Chris Bell. I mean, who can who can say they do that? You know what I mean? It's it, it just like it, it feels like it's a dream for me. You know, I used to watch these guys for so long, man, and and now I'm next to them. Oh, it's it, it's it's a surreal experience. I I went through you know not the same exact thing, obviously with the same people, but I I remember like when I went to KetoCon this year there were a lot of people that I had on my list that I wanted to meet like people, you know, bigger names and, you know, some people out there that I was really looking forward to like, at least getting to shake their hand and say, thank you, you know, for the impact they had had on my life. And I remember being at an event the night before KetoCon started 
and it was this party thrown by by Redmond Salt, and all these different names are coming in, and I, I honestly felt like Instagram was like popping to life in front of me. You know, Goody Beach was there, and Sean Baker was there, and you know, um, I know Chris was Chris was in town later that weekend, but like um, Keto Savage, Robert Sykes was there with with Crystal, and then. I heard someone say, oh, Danny Vega's here. And Danny was someone that I just really respected and had learned a lot from. And next thing you know, I hear someone yelling my name and it was Danny. And he's like pushing people aside to come say hi to me. He's like, we gotta, dude, I gotta, I gotta give you a hug, dude. And I'm like, is this really happening? Like, is this, <laughs> is this like, a, and like, I think it's, it's, you know, amazing that we have these opportunities to like turn, not just knowing of the people that have taught us a lot of things, but getting into know them as like real people. And I, I think that's, that's, a, that's a neat part of your journey that has clearly given you some, some strength and development in, in what you're doing. And cause you, when did you, when did your weight loss, like when, cause I, you're, I know that it was like 2015 that you had the doctor's appointment and and right. then you started you started your weight loss journey and and this all has kind of moved forward like so you by the time 2018 came around like you had been kind of at the end of your weight the weight loss part of your journey for for a while then now right like when do you, when right. did you kind of kind of hit like okay this is you know where you know that that 200 pounds down that 191 like when how when did that come into play like where are we at kind of time give people a picture of the time for that so, you know, that first year, um, I went, I was, uh, lost 191 pounds. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I, I wanted to lose more, you, you know, you've been big your whole life, man. All you want to do is become skinny. Right. So I went down to actually where I lost 230 pounds and, uh, and I finally, so this whole time, that first year, believe it or not, man, I didn't step foot into the gym once, not once. Um, I All I did was zone in on my nutrition, not once did I go to the gym. And then when I finally started going to the gym, I was like, man, I'm, I'm so little. I like I was so weak, you know, I, and I didn't know I, I didn't know how to work out. Um, so all I all I did, to be honest with you, is like curl. I, I just wanted to have. Um, some some decent sized arms man you know where people where people look at me and say wow this guy actually he works out you know what i mean um that, that was it like i just you know would try to curl because and then I, I i still followed you know mark and chris and i mean these guys are like squat and deadlifting you know and i was so new to it like i i definitely couldn't do what they're doing um so throughout this time frame i would follow other people, you know, and look up YouTube and uh, try to get together a, a plan. Like, how do I, how do I tackle this day? What body part? Right. And, you know, I kind of started putting pieces together and I started getting results where I was gaining some muscle because I was done losing weight at that point. You know, I started trying to add a little more food into my diet to gain a little bit more weight. How do I, And but here's the thing, man. When you lose weight, you battle yourself when you want to put on weight. Like, all right, am I am, am I am I going to get completely fat again? You know, it, that's essential because you're so used to eating what you normally eat, what you're maintaining your weight at. Now I'm eating more. 
you're you're gonna start thinking, well, my belly's gonna come back, right? Uh, to be honest with you, man, I uh, I struggled so much with eating more. I battled myself. I'd continuously go look at myself in the mirror, weigh myself, to where it got to a point I threw away the scale. I threw it away. It it consumed my whole life. You know, I would eat something and then want to weigh myself the very next morning. Like, hey, did I gain five pounds? Did I gain a pound? Um, you know, because I, I all I wanted to do was get stronger in the gym. So I needed I, I needed to eat a little bit more. Uh, but I was so worried about gaining all the weight again. Um, so I just I just couldn't put it piece it together to be honest with you. And you know, breaking into the super training gym. Now I'm starting to get results. Um, if you like, if you actually look at my Instagram, you could see, you know, I posted a picture where I, I like it was, I think August, like just a few months apart, you know, how, you know, working out at super training, it started, uh, I started having a new transformation after the weight loss to where I'm starting to gain some muscle, you know, I'm starting to get a little arm definition where my arms are filling in. So, um, I actually follow a workout plan that they, they post on a, on a whiteboard at that gym and the, and the workouts are always different every week, always different. Um, and that's essentially how I started, uh, you know, putting on, putting on some muscle without gaining, you know, fat around my stomach. Which I, I think you're right. I think that's a fear. Like one, I know it's like, I've, I've just recently, like within like the past month and a half month or so started switching into like from a, a weight loss to a maintenance mindset, like trying to work on that for myself. And immediately I started getting the questions like, cause of a lot of the guys I'm connected to, like, so when are you going to start a bulk? Like, when are you going to start, when are you going for strength? Like, when are you going to start working on that now? Like, when are you going to have to, when are you going to start increasing your calories so you can do that? Like, what's the plan? And I'm like, whoa, slow down. Like, let me, let me, let me take a deep breath and figure out where I actually am right now. And because I, I know for me, like that fear is real. Like, I, and I, I think it, I, I've talked to so many guys now, like who, struggle with it and you know i struggle i've talked to guys that have attempted you know have even attempted to go down that road of getting stronger and have regained weight you know because they they didn't pay attention to things the way they should have and they didn't follow the you know the plans necessarily the way they should have and so i see all of these people that are were incredibly successful at losing weight you know stepping into the new arena and seeing there's new challenges and i i think it's it's fantastic that you're finding your way through that because it's clearly not an easy path but it's it's another like you said it's another transformation it's another set of challenges and another set of of challenges to to conquer and so what is what is your working out like now because like that was you started to dive into like one of my questions was like when when working out came into play for you on your journey like people always ask that question you know do i start with food or do i start with exercise and my advice tends to be you have a lot of weight to lose. You need to get your food. You need to get a, a laser focus on getting your food under control, like, and l get yourself moving when you can, like figure out what you can do and, and, and put that into place. But 
what what is it like for you now like what is your what is your workout schedule like now like how often are you lifting like what is your just what is if you want to give people a picture of what that's like so i i uh be honest with you man um my day has to consist of where i'm either at the gym you know doing a workout or i'm uh i'm including some kind of activity in my day um i mean yeah if you guys follow me you always see i'm posting where i'm doing a walk right and and i tag people in it and 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 you know i got that from uh chris and mark bell they're always doing like a 10 minute walk right and to be honest with you we can say they're 10 minute walks but you know you start off to do 10 minutes you end up doing a 20 minute walk now it's a 30 minute walk right so um and and it's just it starts getting people out outside you know in your head you're like man i could do a 10 minute walk it's only 10 minutes and then you're on your phone it you're looking at the time well wow now it's 20 minutes you know i'm listening to more music <laughs> so it's just you know becoming more active but i i honestly i lift about six seven times a day or not a day a week um you know and and when i say lift i i'm not going heavy every day right some days man i i, I go in man where i i have to stretch some of my muscles i mean I'm, I'm sore sometimes you know depending on a type of workout we've done so the, these workouts um that are posted on the whiteboard at super training gym they are going to get you to the next level to where you become stronger um if you follow them you know and don't and don't cheat yourself i actually follow the workout you know and some some sometimes you know they are a little harder to do but you're doing it for yourself you know what i mean so that the second you give up you're only giving up on yourself and i'm at that mindset to where i want to get better i you know i already lost all the weight now i want to get stronger so that's why I, I make sure, man, I don't I don't ever give out excuses. I you know, regardless of my what my day is or how busy my day is, I mean I, I work a full time job where I work in a warehouse. So I'm very active throughout the whole day and I still go right after that and smash a a workout a hundred percent, you know, without slacking or anything or giving any excuses why I can't finish it. So that that's uh that's that's just me. I don't make excuses for anything. I man, I follow through and make sure I I want to get to the next level. And I, I know there's guys listening who are hearing you say that, and because I get this a lot, and they're saying, yeah, but and then their excuses start to come up. You know, yeah, but I couldn't do that, or I I don't know how to I don't know how to not take my you know not listen to myself. I don't know how to do that, and I just always I want to say to people just start doing it like just do something like don't commit to it and start doing it and don't buy your own like I, today i actually had someone um dm me and say they're having a hard time being 100 percent keto and sticking to their exercise plan what are my tips and i said you're not gonna like this like but just you have to just do it like you, you you have to and i think there's some mental preparation that helps like know that not every day you're going to want to do it like 
I think that's the trap. That's the trap that people fall into is they think they see someone like yourself now saying you're working out, you know, you're lifting six or seven days a week. You're doing something active every day. And they must think he wakes up every day exploding with motivation. You know, he clearly is the most motivated man on the planet. Like, what do you say to that? You know, I'll be honest with you, man. There's some days where I feel like, man, I could miss a day, right? And I, I don't because the days that I don't feel like going to the gym are the days where I destroy it in the gym. You know, I have a better workout because I push myself through it. Um, and that that's just my honesty, man. You know, the, uh, those days where I struggle, where I'm like, man, I can miss a day. And then I do actually go, I destroy it in there. Um, I mean, you see, if you follow me on my Instagram, I, you know, I post a lot of my stuff and I'm very active, man. Um, I, I never want to make excuses and go back to where I was, you know, and plus, man, I, I have two kids that look up to me and I don't want them to see that I've ever made an excuse and had to go back to where I was, you know? I think this is a good this is a good time for us to talk about another passion of yours that is clearly on display on your Instagram. Uh, like, so tell people what is your Instagram handle? It's uh, at the underscore carnivore underscore chef. So it's that last word that I want to zoom in on right now and talk about your your clear passion for cooking. Because you you post some really amazing looking food, man. So oh man, where, thank you. Where, yeah, like I I, I want to know. Like I guess the question is because like for me, uh, like I fat thinner whatever I am, I've always sure. been cooking and I've always been cook. Like people ask like, so you must have just been eating fast food twenty four seven, and I'm like, well, no, I would also make myself lamb curry with 25 different spices toasted and ground together and like do these really intricate meals. Like cooking's always been a real passion of mine. Like has that something that's always been there for you or was it something that's developed later in life? I love to cook, man. Um, like, like you said, you see some of my stuff on Instagram. I, I love to cook. I've loved to cook since I was young. Um, and I always like to experiment with stuff as well. Um, I mean, you, you see on my Instagram, so I've been big my whole life, right? How do I take some of those desserts and make them only protein with no carbs or sugar as well? And I try to figure that stuff out. I recently, uh, with, with, the the slingshot protein, I've been making ice cream out of it. And I made a video where my daughter tasted the ice cream just to see, Hey, would a kid be able to tell the difference that this is just all healthy? It's all protein. And she actually loved it. You know, we, we put the, we put the video on my Instagram. So it, it's one of those things is I, I love to cook and I love to recreate unhealthy stuff and make them a hundred percent healthy. Um, and it's just playing around with stuff until you get it right. And what are your favorite, what are your favorite things to cook now? Like, what are some of your, one of the, like, obviously the, that idea of the protein ice cream is really kind of exciting, but what are, what are some of your go-tos that you're really into cooking now? So a lot, a lot of my go-tos, man, I mean, everybody has a hectic schedule, right? I would love to just, uh, create all these meals every day, but in reality you can't, um, so I use the instant pot. I make a lot of crock pot. And the reason I make, uh, 
Crock-Pot, you know, my daughter loves it. So I know she'll be eating something healthy if it's there, right? And I always have steak, steaks all the time in in the freezer uh, ready to go. And I make a lot of steak as well because my daughter loves steak. So if I could make sure it's always here for her, I know she's going to be on the right track. You know what I mean? So, and, and my little guy, man, um, actually today is his first birthday. He turns one today. Um, and I mean, this guy, he'll eat anything. He <laughs> That's awesome. And I remember you were telling me when we were trying to find, when are we going to record? You were like, let's record Friday because it's my son's first birthday. You know, yeah. that day means, that day means a lot. Like, Exactly. That, I, man. I, I think it's really, really important to note, like your family was a big motivating factor for the changes that you've made in your life, you know, on so many different levels. And absolutely. It's not about feeling like you were forced into changing your life because of them, but you found the real desire to want to change your life for them. You know, um, if I never would have made that change, I probably wouldn't have been around. Right. And mm-hmm. my, my and my son would have never been around. If you think about it, you know, man, it, it's just you know, my wife's a blessing. Let's be realistic. I mean, you were you were showing five hundreds in the blo- on your blood sugars, you know, yeah, four years ago. Like you would not have you wouldn't have lived long at at, at those numbers. Like that wouldn't have no. that wouldn't have been something that lasted. And and again, I you could have told me any number. I I would diabetes was new to me i didn't know any of that stuff so he was telling me 5 30 and i'm like okay and he's like shocked you know the doctor he's like you should be in a diabetic coma and i'm like well uh, you know what i mean and i'm like well, yeah I, I don't, i'm not I don't i'm know. not yeah yeah I'm, i mean i'm sitting here but let but let's be realistic like both of us like you know going to the bathroom that much is a sign that there's something wrong Man, I yeah. I mean, you'd have like a sip of water, like a drop of water. Oh, dude, it goes right through you. It's crazy to even say that, right? But it literally a drop of water. You're you're running to the bathroom. Oh, and and like I don't know if you did this, like, the, and this is when we start to get into the weirder side of all this. But like, I would even like before bed, like a, a cup, an hour or two before going to sleep, try my best not to drink anything. And I, I was the and, the, and the third and the thirst would sometimes get so painfully out of control that I would break, obviously, and, and drink yeah. something. But and that's the thing is, like, it's not just a drive to go to the bathroom, but your thirst isn't is almost unquenchable as well. But I remember driving to places and being like, OK, if I'm going to drive for more than 15 minutes, I'm going to need to stop to go to the bathroom somewhere and I'm going to have to go to the bathroom before. And then and then the funny thing for me, like. Before that problem developed, I was known amongst my friends as having like an iron bladder. Like I could drink 14, 15 beers and not get up to go to the bathroom, like at all. Um, so then in 2017, when I was hospitalized, I, I had been keto for a while. You know, my bladder was back to the way it used to be, the super bladder. And <laughs> they they reached a point where just because they had put so much fluid in my body, like just to kind of deal with the infections I had and everything, that they were having to measure the out the output of the water. You know, they needed to capture my urine, which was a lot of fun having to pee into like plastic buckets all the time. Um, but 
the very first time a nurse did it, I filled it and said, I still have to go. And the, the, it was basically this, this young nurse and he's like, Oh my God, uh, hold on. Let me get another one. I'm like, I don't know if I can hold on right now. And he's like, Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he came running back in and then he measures it. And he's like, you put out more than a liter of urine at once. And I was like, okay. And he's like, no, that's amazing. And now because, you know, nurses get into nurses get into weird stuff. Like when you start to post that you have veins in your arms and you start to get DMs from people who are like, I'm a nurse and I love your arm. You know, I want to yeah. I want to <laughs> I want to take I want to take blood from your like. So I literally started having nurses come in from the hospital saying, oh, we've heard I've heard a lot about you. And I'm like, oh, and he's, they're like, she's like, yeah, you have like the most amazing bladder that any of us have heard of. I'm like, oh, OK. that's." unique i guess like is that my claim to fame now like i've I'm, i've got like this inhuman bladder but i think about like literally there was there was years there that i couldn't like i said like couldn't go 10 15 minutes without going to the bathroom like we see these and but it, it's I, I i that's the message i want to get to people is that like we normalize these things that we shouldn't you know, we start to accept them as the way our lives are. And we start to accept that things are going to happen. Like we start to accept the ways, the way our body bodies are breaking down and the mind adapts in ways that, you know, or I guess it has a lot to do with survival because like if you're trapped alone and you lose an arm and you need to tie your arm off and, and exist, you, you, you have to go on. So, you know, we find ways to go on in, in the face of these horrific things. But then you look back on it and you're like, how was I letting that happen? Like, why, why didn't I yell to someone, I need help? Right, right. And you're right about that because I kind of just sat there and kept letting it happen without me even taking a step and saying, maybe I need to go get checked out, you know? But yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, we just, we, it's because when you're, when you're uh, it's for you, you almost drag your feet, like I was saying before. But if it w you were watching somebody else, like one of your buddies, you're like, no, dude, we, we got to get you go to go get checked out. You're more concerned about somebody else than yourself sometimes, if that makes any sense. It does completely. It does. And I think that's also why a lot of us, especially those of us who have, have gone through these struggles with like massive weight loss and have come out of it. And then you see and connect with someone else or have someone in your family or a friend who's dealing with the same challenge and you want to you want to shake them and make them do what you did. But we know that we know that it's not going to we, we know that it's not going to work for everyone. And we know that not every like I know how I responded when people tried to intervene in my life. Like, so I know that you can't do that. But the desire to do it is there because you care and you worry. Right. Um, I, I'm like you, man, when, when somebody, uh, I felt like it was becoming too personal. If somebody was trying to push something on me, right. Uh, where, where, where I just wanted to push them away. Like, no, <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. You, you I know they want to help, but you, you're not ready for that help. You just want to kind of leave me alone. Oh yeah. You have to be in a place that you're even, even if it is action taken by someone else, like your wife did. You had to be in a, in a place to, where you were willing to say, okay, you're right. I need help. Right. Because if at the end of the day, if you had said to her, I'm not going, this would have went in a completely different direction. Absolutely. 
So as you, you know, it's a combination of factors that come into play for sure. So, so Adi, I, we've been talking for a while. I don't want to keep you on the line all night, but I do want to kind of come back around like full circle with everything we've been talking about tonight. Cause we've gone off in a lot of different directions. What do you think are the big takeaways for you in terms of lessons from your journey and what you've been through? Just be consistent with anything you do. I'm not saying, you know, my, the way I uh, live my life with this meal plan that I follow or these workouts are the correct things to do, right? Um, just whatever works for you, find a balance and be consistent with it. Just be consistent with anything you, you decide to take on. And that's the only way you're going to get the ball rolling and see results. I, I definitely agree with that. And are there, is there anything else in, in what you've been through that you feel like you want to share w- with the people that are out there listening right now, like with the guys that are out there who were in your shoes to begin with that, that you'd like to share that, or that we didn't get a chance to talk about? In the beginning, you're, you won't ever see the finish line in the beginning, right? It feels like it is the longest journey ever, right? And then eventually you start seeing results and you're like, dude, this was nothing. This was like such a short amount of time. All I had to do was change a couple of things and all these pounds are flying off, you know? Um, So one thing to take away from this, man, is, and I, you know, I want to tell you a little story. So uh, sometimes I'll wear a Jack the Skeleton uh, sweater. I mean, you guys, I'm sure seen it on my Instagram. That sweater is like, the most special sweater that I've ever owned. I know it's just a regular sweater, but here's the thing, man. I've been so big my whole life. I can't walk anywhere. I couldn't walk anywhere and just purchase a shirt, purchase a pair of pants, right? So I, I take my family to Disneyland quite a bit, man. Uh, you know, a couple of times we were season pass holders, to be honest with you. Uh, we kind of took a, you know, we took a little break because of my father's health. Uh, but so long story short, man, after the weight loss, I was cold one night at Disneyland. Um, and that was the first time I was able to walk up to a stand somewhere and be able to purchase something my size. So that's that's why that sweater is so special to me, man, that, you know, I felt like I won my life back at that point where I'm able to successfully go somewhere and say, hey, I could purchase clothes here without having to drive, you know, 50 miles out of my way to go to this certain shop that only carries like two selections of everything. Oh, I, you, you know, I get that for sure. And yeah, you know, you know, also the fact that it's Disneyland resonates intensely with me. I and know, I know. I I'm there a lot, so we're 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 gonna have that's to what, connect at Disneyland eventually. At, like we're dude, we're gonna have to absolutely. make that happen. That's why I wanted to share that story, man, because I I just recently saw you were there. Oh yeah, I'm I've for the past couple of years, like I've been I've been to Disneyland, you know, on average once a year, like because my sister lives in San Diego, so we go a lot. Sure. Um, I also lived in Long Beach for a little bit, but and had an annual pass and no job. So I was there a lot. Um, sure. <laughs> but it's, I, I just went this, you know, I went a couple of weeks ago, you know, I went, I right. think it was October and um, it, that was the incredible thing for me that I literally 
I re- it was actually we got off Star Tours and it drops you off in a like a Star Wars themed gift shop, a giant one. And right. I literally ran from rack to rack like I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. And my sister's like, "Are you buying everything right now?" Like I'm like, "I don't know. I feel like I want to." Like when oh my <laughs> god, I need this. I need to have that. I need okay, wait, no, I cannot. I don't have $700 to spend on on sweatshirts <laughs> and and button-downs at Disneyland right now. Let's Let's take a deep breath. and Because re- here's the thing. Like, initially, I think there was a part of me that was like, because I did that in 2013 when I had gotten to down to 210 pounds. And I, for my 40th birthday, went out to California. We went to Disneyland. And I was able to shop that way at Disneyland for the first time ever. And within a month of coming back, none of the shirts fit anymore. Wow. And I think I, I think I had that in my head again, that if I don't buy it and wear it right away, it's not going to fit anymore. Sure. And then I took I took a deep breath and I realized I'll be back here again soon and these will be available still. You know, they'll something will be here still that I'll want. Like you don't have to buy everything right away, you know. The options right. aren't going away because I'm building a, a sustainable, livable life. That's not gonna change. Right. And I love how you said that, man. You're building a sustainable, healthy life. You know what I mean? And that's what it is, man, is just building something yourself and there's power in that there's power in knowing that you're the one that's building it right and i i think that's definitely what you're doing man like i think you're showing people that you know you can make these changes you can find new challenges you can still create some amazing food and it's not about entering into this life of insane restriction forever you know there's there's light at the end of the tunnel when when you you don't see it at the beginning i think you said it really well when you said you start you don't see the finish line because yeah if there's years of journey ahead of you it feels like you're never going to get there but if you don't start you're definitely you're already you're already deciding that you're not going to get there when you don't start so i i want to i want to thank you so much for coming on tonight and being so willing to share your story and and you touched on some things that i think are really going to resonate with a lot of people I, I've been ending every episode with something I call the Fat Guy Five. It's five questions that I'm going to throw at you. Are, are you ready to hear those questions tonight? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So first and foremost, the first question in the Fat Guy Five, going back to when you were at your heaviest, what was your quintessential Fat Guy meal? Honestly, man, I loved uh, going to um, Carl's Jr. and getting the Western, the double Western. That was like my favorite. That dude, that was my favorite. But here's the thing. Um, I would love to say I only ate one. I would actually get two meals. Oh, yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. I mean, that's that. I'm, <laughs> you know, let's not sugarcoat it, man. I'd knock out two meals and make and make them super large. I, I, I understand that really well, man. Like that's a and if you, if no one's seen what those what those burgers at Carl's Jr.'s look like, they can do a Google search and and be oh, man. kind of amazed. Um, that that's that's wild. Um, question number two: Living or or no longer living? Who is your favorite fat guy? Favorite fat guy? Maybe Chris Farley, man. He definitely is. Yeah. I, I I think if we were to do when if I do ever do like the fat guy forum Hall of Fame. He's the yeah. he's the he's the one that most people give like he stands out like he's probably yeah. one of the most he's one of the most memorable ever. Yeah, he he dude, he was so funny, man. But yeah. 
and he leaned into it like he didn't he he wasn't someone who shied away from using his size as a part of the act um, right so that was he was he was a great guy um question number three and and you you answered this one a little bit earlier i think but i want to kind of come back around to it again so if there's a guy out there listening who is you know where you were before where i was before you know what and and wants to make a change in his life what would you suggest to him as the first step to making that change you, you know man um for me i went cold turkey right and that's not that doesn't work for everybody i tell everybody this that comes to me and says hey how do i you know start dieting and i just tell them look change one meal a day make that meal whatever you think healthy is and then tomorrow continue changing one meal a day you know it, eventually they'll start dissecting it and saying okay well this isn't all the healthiest let me uh let me do this instead and that that's where you start getting your life back on track you know changing one thing a day man really goes a long way there you go man those changes add up they they definitely add up question number 4 what book podcast youtube channel um influencer who would you recommend that people check out if they need motivation man you know for, i love listening to the mark bell project podcast man mm -hmm. um i mean obviously you guys now know that i followed these guys for so long so i listen to everything and watch everything they do um but yeah, I, I love listening to their stuff, man. They always have great content on, on there. Oh, I love Mark. I love Mark's Power Project. That's yeah. another one of the. That's another one of those shows where I'm like, someday I would love to be able to have a discussion with him on that show. Like, oh, I think that man. would be really epic. Like, I think that would be an awesome, awesome experience. They have the funniest stuff on there sometimes. Oh yeah. Man. Like, oh yeah. You know, you, sometimes I'm just yeah. You can go from cracking up to like thinking something really deep. And like right. uh, uh, the switch of a heartbeat, like I, I, Mark, Mark cracks me up, but he also can, you know, can kind of hit things, that, hit things out of the park, you know, when it comes to like motivation and also Man. action, action. Like he's definitely someone like both he and Chris are people that take action. Like, I think that's one of the, the powerful things behind them. That's what I love about them, man. They're very motivational, man. You know, when, like for myself, when, when they talk to me, it's so powerful, man. For these, like these guys, I looked up to, and when they give me advice, dude, I follow it a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they're uh, they're both great guys, man. Very good guys. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I think that's great. And question number five: Tell us one of your goals for the next year that is not fitness or health related. Not fitness or health related. Man, because that's all my goals are lately. Um, uh, man, let, let's let's do this, man. Uh, I I want to take my son back to Disneyland. Believe it or not, right. he's already gone. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're gonna plan on now is uh, getting back out there and going back to Disneyland. So uh, look forward to the Instagram post. We'll be at Disneyland hopefully sooner than later. Well, there you go, man, and and I have no doubt that we'll we're gonna we're gonna have to connect there someday. Um, we'll definitely have to make that happen. We'll have to make that happen. And you know what we'll do there? We'll film the ten minute walk while we're uh -huh. at, at Disneyland. So there we go. Can see it. There we go. There we go. That'll be awesome.
That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, we could we could do a ten minute walk in one of the lines for two hours. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go, man. That's yeah. awesome. But speaking of your Instagram, can you why don't you give your handle to people again? Let them know how they can reach out and follow your journey if they want to connect with you, how they can do that. So it's the underscore carnivore underscore chef. Awesome. Well, my friend, I, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me tonight. I really appreciate it. And I know this is a, 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 a special day with it being your, your son's birthday. So I really hope you have a fantastic night, you know, celebrating him and just the, the, the magic of you bringing, you know, being able to change your life so that you could bring more life into this world. I really think that that's awesome. Oh, thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate everything. Thank you. For sure, man. For sure. So this has been another episode of the Fat Guy Forum. Sadly, we're drawn to a close again. I'm your host, Gourmet. You can find me on Instagram as well at Gourmet underscore goes underscore keto. You can connect with me on Twitter at Gourmet Goes Keto. And you can email the show at the Fat Guy Forum at gmail.com. If you're listening on iTunes or an Apple product, please give a rating and a review to the show. It helps get us in front of other people. And, you know, I would just would love to have more guys see what's going on here because stories like like my friend, the carnivore chefs um, are, are ones that everyone should be learning about. So thank you all. And everyone out there, remember, take some time today to do something to amaze yourself because you're amazing people. And even sometimes when you don't believe it, remember that we're out here believing in you and we want to see you do great things. I'll catch you all real soon. Mm-hmm.